1: What's going on, everyone? This is the Isaiah McKenzie show. at go Long with the help of uh, Brinks TV, making it look so nice here. Isaiah, what's happening, man? It's it's been it's been a couple weeks since we did
2: one of these. How's life? Yes, it's been a, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Probably should have texted you back, but getting not get to it. I, you know, I don't take offense, right? You
1: know, you guys are busy. It, it's fine. You got more important people to stay in touch with than <laughs> than Tyler. So I, I it's it's perfectly fine. Just kick, kick me down the, the priority list.
2: No, 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 no,
1: But, yeah, I mean, I think uh, when we last did, did an episode, it was uh, before Jacksonville. Um, and, you know, since then, yeah. one game went one direction. The other game went the other direction. What's uh, what's the state of the team right now? I mean, you guys just pounded the Jets 45-17. Uh, so is, is everything – a-OK here in uh western New York
2: uh, I would say we even kill I um, that's how it's been this whole season. That Jaguars game was kind of tough. I was telling it was kinda tough to swallow the jets uh came out to win, so it's kind of like even kill, but we said we still need to make I feel like that game was like okay, we got our rhythm back, you know I' saying now we gotta go and you know beat the teams that, you know, say people say we are probably going to have a hard time, but you know,
1: is it human nature? I mean, I think all of us on the outside, when we look at the schedule, you know, you just kind of, you write a W next to a game like Jacksonville, a game like the jets and you just kind of move right along. I know, you know, your coaches are probably in your ears trying to get you guys not to think that way, Mm -hmm. but is it human nature to go down there to Jacksonville and, and have that creep in your
2: mind a little bit? It is kind of human nature. It's like, okay, well, you're going to, like you said, go down the schedule and you're like, you should win this game. We should win that game. You know saying? So this will be a tough one. Blah, blah. And but right at the same time, obviously, like you said, the coaches are in here like, hey, it's one game at a time. But this is the NFL. I mean, this is the NFL. Like like the other night, the, the Dolphins beat the Ravens. Like nobody was expecting that at all. You know what I'm saying? The, I feel like when we lost uh, – who else lost that day? It was like not supposed to like though with this Sunday, I watched him beat uh the Bucks. And I just feel like everybody well, every team that was, you know, just blowing things out the window or winning or supposed to win or losing. So it was kinda like that that rough weekend for everybody.
1: I mean, yeah, let's get inside that energy shift a little bit because I mean, one of their veterans, Shaquille Griffin, right, kind of called you guys out. Said it looked like you didn't care down there. Anything to that?
2: Was he onto something or or not? No, I just I just felt like it was it was on us. You know, what I'm saying we didn't bring the yeah. energy we were supposed to. We didn't. You know, it's it just like I guess like we hit a wall. That it's just like we hit a wall. Like you know, like it, it was weird. Like I said, every other team kind of hit that. Hit that thing. I mean, hit that wall as well. I mean, you don't want to be the team to hit that wall. You always want to win. We always want to win, but it just felt like the energy wasn't there. I'm saying, like we we turned the ball over. You said that's a big part of the game. You turn the ball over, you lose the game, and it kind of, we kind of put kind of put ourselves in a hole when you know saying, when we shouldn't have done that in the first place. We should have came out hot, you know, to start. But it is what it is. You know,
1: you are right though. I mean, you look across the league and just about every team's had a game like that. It's yeah. it's going to happen to everybody. This season especially, it's just been a wacky year. So, I mean, that happens. I mean, it's 9-6 to six to the Jags. Um, you get back to Buffalo. Who's speaking up? Like, who is – it, is it right after the game does somebody say something? Is it on the team flight home? Is it Monday? Is it Wednesday? Is there anybody behind the scenes that's kind of like – Maybe it's you. I don't know. I mean who, who's trying to get things things right in into the the New York game, New Jersey game, I should say.
2: I just feel like I just feel like during that week everybody was kinda like, you know, is this real? Like how did this even happen? How do you even get in this situation? So like, why are we why are we coming home to a loss? You know, like it's just it just felt and don't get me wrong, Jacksonville, you know, they're an NFL team, they got players, they pay they pay parents to play just, like, we play players to play. So it's just, like, they they weren't a bad team. They were a good team. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, like we're the Buffalo Bills, you know? So it's just, like, we, we have a standard. And not saying they don't have a standard, but we have a standard where, like, we want to go into every game with a win. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of tough, you know? It's just, like, so during the week, people were saying, you know, we need to do this better, we need to do that better player meetings and stuff instead of coaches just to get our energy up and stuff like that. So it kind of worked for this week and we came out hot with the Jets.
1: Those players only meetings, they, they can go a long ways. So you had one of those uh, this past week.
2: Yeah, we did. We did. on fr- Friday we had a players only meeting you know what I'm saying guys got up, leaders got up and spoke about you know what I'm saying, how they feel and you know, saying, why we do this. And, you know, we just got to get, get back on track, bring the energy and stuff like that. So, it worked, but I don't think, I don't even think we needed that prep talk. I just felt like everybody knows like, Hey, yeah, we got to get our act together because you know what I'm saying? We in this thing for, you know, one goal.
1: You're right. I guess probably the best place to be as a team is when you, uh, n- nobody really needs to have the big rah-rah speech yeah. straight out of the movies. And you just kind of go out there and you kick some ass. Cause I don't know. It's not the movies, right? I mean, it's, we're, we're living in reality here, but that, so I'm trying to think back, you know, to the Rex Ryan days when I when I covered the team, you know, more regularly at the Buffalo News. And I can remember Booby Dixon telling me in 2015, like that year was crazy. There was drama every week. They were eight and eight up and down. You know, if Sean McDermott's like this, Rex is like this. Mm-hmm. And Booby said they never had any players' meetings, um, which it felt like they probably should have, you know, through craziness like that Uh, so I mean it's probably a good sign that that's happening behind the scenes because yeah you guys are at a critical juncture right now
2: yeah yeah I mean every every game now is very critical at this point because you know it's it's, getting late in the season saying playoffs is right around the corner and you want a good spot when you know at the end of the the season
1: so I think it was um, maybe it might have been Matt Beauvais somebody who was uh, on the sideline watching your pregame Noted that you were getting into guys' faces, right? Like just yelling, in the yeah. receivers' face mask—is that
2: is that true? Well, got to t- take us to that scene. Well, the the thing is, I'm, I'm that's their first. That's probably somebody's first time seeing it. Every every game, I'm the one that talks to the receivers right before we go to uh, team. Right before we go to team. So at these past three years, it's been me talking to the receivers every time. But nobody ever noticed that. But you know, saying I'd probably because they can't see me, or it's just like, oh, we're not looking at receivers in in pregame. And in pregame, I'm no, I talk to the receivers right before we go out to to meet with the team. So I mean, that's not my first time doing it. So it's it's new to everybody, but I've been doing it for the past two three years. <laughs> that but that passionate too. I mean, with that kind of energy. Yeah, every time, every time it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying I'm pretty sure if you go back and watch the pregame. It's,
1: it's me <laughs> what are you saying like what what is it uh you know not suited for work kind of stuff here is it pretty, uh, pretty
2: i mean the words are probably inappropriate or whatever but it's 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 it's, it's i would say it's what are, i don't know it's just like <laughs> the, the the cursing or whatnot it's that goes with it but we're i'm talking about the game. I'm talking about us. What we need to get done. What we need to do because we're one of the strong suits on the team as receivers. Because obviously we pass the ball. But other than that, I'm just telling them like, hey, we just basically we gotta do our jobs. I mean, not in that, not in that way. But I'm saying it in a different way. But basically, I do our jobs. We gotta do what we need to do. Let's come up with this win. Let's, you know, what I'm saying, show them who the best group is out on the field and stuff like that. So.
1: Well, we're not at, we're not at misters and Easter or alive, you know, with little kids in front of us. So, you know, I can not need to hold back on, on whatever set out there. It's fine. It's I always feel feel for that because we've got, we've gone down some pretty dark roads at times there live and uh, you know, Hey, you know what? Earmuffs, just, just know what you're getting into, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. I <know. laughs> All right, well let's break it down. So, it was nice to get the ball, I'd imagine, right? I'm guessing right. Brian Dayball's a loyal listener to the
2: Isaiah McKenzie show. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no, not at he's all. not. He hasn't been tuning in. I don't know. But I mean he gave, yeah, we got I, I he was trying to get everybody involved. And it was it was pretty cool. You know, game, you know, had three catches for a hundred, hundred plus yards, digs went off, you know, bees barely played. You know saying? He was she so was trying to rest him up, you know, through his no injury and stuff, stuff like that. So everybody got involved. Matt Breida had a good game, you know. So I mean it's say this is this is what we needed. You I'm saying? Everybody get a little touch, everybody get in the end zone. They, you know just you know, hash things out. Josh had a great game throwing the ball. So just had to get back on track.
1: So seventeen three, uh, first and goal from the eight. We've seen the the jet motion quite a bit mm-hmm. out of you. Uh, this this season, usually it's you know you're a decoy out there, kind of running around just trying to take somebody out of the play. You get the ball this time. T- mm-hmm. Take us through that. I mean, we see the touchdown, but you know, out there on the field, um, that was really the turning point. I mean, that you guys just turned it into a route after that score.
2: Um. I don't know, I just I guess we just brought the the old tricks back, you know what I'm saying with jet the jet sweeps and stuff like that, you know what i'm saying i, I get on them well during the week, I'd be like, yeah, we haven't called this we haven't called a jet sweep in a while, <laughs> and I'm always playing with them I'm like, hey, in the red zone, all you got to do is just give me the ball I get around the corner, and we square every time you know what I'm saying it's it's that easy, but they don't they don't want that, you know they want hell want that, so we kind of like uh, but yeah, so that game they called it. You know, what I'm saying he had the big run with the reverse, and then right away, Dave were like, hey, "It's called a jet sweep." So we just called it, got around the corner, and scored. It was, it wasn't not, nothing too crazy,
1: right? It wasn't too, wasn't too flashy, but that's like, that's the point, right? Like you're the fastest yeah. guy on the field. Just put it in your hands and go.
2: Yeah, well, that's that's kind of that's easy to say. You know, what I'm saying but like, <laughs> you know, like we don't want it to be that easy. You know, what I'm saying it's just like with the Chiefs. I'm pretty sure the Chiefs can just. Toss time, you hit a ball, and it's like, hey, get around the corner. And they score every time, and especially in the red zone. But a lot of – you know, coaches want to – you know what I'm saying? Coach.
1: Well, there's timing to it. Like, you've got to be – it's almost like catching a baton in a four-by-one, it seems, where you've got to be at a pretty good velocity mm-hmm. when you get the ball from Josh Allen to turn that corner. Like, you can't really be slowing down. You've got to be going fast. Yeah. And then, boom, you hit the corner and you're off. Right, like there is maybe it is a little more complicated than it looks to well, us. The,
2: the, I wouldn't say it's that complicated. You just got to find a fast guy and say, "Hey, run motion." He's going to give you the ball, and then you just run around the corner. And you just run the ball. Basically, it's 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 easier done than said.
1: <laughs> CJ Mosley, right? You just have to be him to the corner linebacker. Yeah, are him, him to, the to corner, do
2: that. Yeah, so be him to the corner, you score. You don't beat him to the corner. You get tackled, and then you get rid of the sideline, and they laugh at you. Like, how'd you get caught?
1: <laughs> did you? You probably played him in college, right, Mosley in the uh, SEC? Where did he go to school? At Alabama. Alabama. No, no, no. I didn't actually. I didn't. You didn't? Okay. No. Twenty-six yard punt return, right? You've been, you know, cracking a big return every week. It seems. Gosh, where's your? Uh, Where's your confidence level right now in the return game? Something that wasn't there, like we've talked about a few years back. You're just in a in a good place right now, it seems.
2: Yeah. Um, I would say I'm just trying to take a kick at a time, you know? You know what I'm saying? So I'm pretty sure, like, some, some, some people will try to keep the ball away from me or give me a chance, stuff like that. So I'm just taking a kick at a time, you know what I'm saying? I just – that return I had was – Pretty good, not get a penalty. Actually, they threw a penalty on that play, on that return. And I was kind of – well, I was holding my head down because I was saying I should have scored. But then I saw the flag, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, dang. But then they, they waved it off, so I was like, okay, we got it. We good. But um, it was – you know what I'm saying? It gave, it gave me – gave my confidence that even – another boost. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey. Yeah. this is possible like i can I can probably score every time I touch this ball if I get a little bit of room
1: <laughs> really is that how you feel right now? like if you've just got a crevice well, go to the house,
2: I've always felt that way because I, I just feel like I'm fast enough to do it, and i also i mean I just feel like I have vision the speed and you know the tangibles to make it happen. I just need a little bit of room, you know what I'm saying i, I like but now I'm getting comfortable like out. In the beginning, I wasn't really a kick return guy. You know I'm saying I wasn't really, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to just make your mind up to, hey, run this way, run that way, and hope the hole is open. You know what I'm saying you got to kind of follow directions on kick return. And at this point, it's like now I'm just like, I'm going to just hit it and whatever happens, happens. So I'm getting used to that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's been paying off. Partner of turn is kind of my deal. I catch the ball in space and go wherever I want. But now I just feel like I'm getting comfortable with both, and you know what I'm saying I'm just making the best of my opportunities when I get the chance.
1: And and God, you, I, we we touched on it briefly. You looked up to Devin Hester growing up down there in South Florida, too. Right? I mean, there's times out there where you you do kind of seem like Hester out there with the way you're seeing those returns open up.
2: Yeah, I, I, it's, it, it is kind of it is kind of hard because, like you know, you got guys in front of you, but. I say my, my kid return my key return unit and my partner unit, they do a they do a great job as well. You know what I'm saying? They block in. I mean, I get to see leverage and I get to see the holes, you know, things like that. But other than that, all I'm thinking hey, get north and south, well, just get north. And just you know, just I right. it. Everybody
1: says north and south. <laughs> you don't actually want to go south.
2: You no, know, you don't want to go south. Just get north, and then whatever happens after that, it happens. But, you know what I'm saying, it's been working out well for me, Just you know, these past few weeks. You know what I'm saying, so I'm going to just keep just hitting it, and whatever happens, it happens.
1: Scary, though, at the end of the game. I mean, you guys are killing the Jets, and you're out there, and God. Oh, uh, yeah. You are holding that leg it didn't look good there for a second, Isaiah. Well,
2: I was over there fighting to get a second touchdown. Like I'm like I'm fighting. And then I get rolled up on, you know what I'm saying? And Spencer Brown, you know, what I'm saying he's he's a beast. You know what I'm saying? He's always like giving great effort and he kinda of, well he was kind of trying to push the guy off me <laughs> and help me out. But um I kinda of got rolled up on by the you know, by the defender and stuff like that. And then Spencer Brown rolled up on me. I'm like, ooh, that kinda of hurt. I haven't twisted my ankle in a while. So it's kinda of like a little not a scare, but just like damn, I touched my ankle. It's gonna be like a not, not like a long injury, but like I I'm in pain right at that moment. Well at that moment I was in pain, so
1: I mean you returned to the game, was it just a yeah. just a turn of the ankle? You're you're good good to go? Yeah,
2: just ankle sprain. You know what I'm saying? Just a little ankle sprain. And I can't handle.
1: Gotta gotta have good wheels though. That's for sure, yeah, yeah. man. That's uh that's where the money's made, baby, with those with those ankles. So correct. Uh ice on, ice off, all that good stuff, I'd imagine.
2: Right.
1: I think a lot of maybe the biggest takeaway though, um, for a lot of people from this game, and it's become it's become a theme on this show, right? We we kind of have a lot of fun talking about uh your relationship with, with McDermott, your head coach. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh how he how he was a little different than than Urban Meyer and all that all that fun from a couple weeks ago, yeah. Uh, but gosh, he, you know I, I'll just pull it up if, if people missed it. He was asked um, about you know your impact on the team, your maturation, all that. He said, "quote You look at how far he has come as a person. He's always been a good person, but how far he's come in his maturity and how he's developed off the field, and then how he's developed on the field. I'm just extremely proud of him. I really am. You love when you see a person like that have success. He's part of the reason." Why we are who we are. He hasn't come from much, but he's offered so much to our football team. Um, yeah, and I, what was your uh, reaction? You know, when you hear your your boss
2: well, say something like, I, that? I, "I had a lot of people," I had a lot of people send it to me, and I'm like, "Where did this come from?" You know, what I'm saying he's just we he was just playing the Jets, like it wasn't. <laughs> but I guess he got that question, and then you know he he spoke highly of me, and you know, i I appreciate him for that and all that, but. You know, at the same time, you know what I'm saying I've been around for a while and I've grown. He's he's coached me up a lot. You know what I'm saying he's done everything he can you know, to put me in this, put me in the best situations. You know what I'm saying it starts with him. You know what I'm saying without him, there's no me. I, I I can't say that, but without him and you know these past few years, two years coaching me up and you know teaching me things and me just watching him and learning from him, then there's no me. There's no me growing. I said, I think I said at the beginning of the season, you know what I'm saying? I've grown from 2018 till now. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, you know what I'm saying? Um, I've improved on the field and off the field, you know, as a person, I mean, as a player and as a, as a man. So he's done a lot of great things for me, you know, mentally and physically.
1: Yeah, where do you think you've grown, you know, in your words? Where, where do you think, uh, or what do you think he's he's talking about in terms of uh, your evolution as a person?
2: Um... <laughs> uh. I would say just um, being more of a leader. You know what I'm saying just being more of a, a leader because I am vocal. I am vocal, but I just talk a lot of talk a lot of crap, you know. Instead of just you know try, trying to you know instill in, you know the young guys and you know give my two you know two cents on you know what I know about the game and just learning the game and all that stuff. So I just feel like just being more of a leader, not saying I wasn't a leader before, but just being more of a leader, using my words uh, the right way and not the wrong way. Um, um, off the field? I mean, I, I wouldn't say anything off the field, but I just feel like off the field as a as a person, just handling what I need to handle off the field, mentally or physically, Just and just coming to work every day to just you know do what I can, do my job every day and just make the right decisions.
1: I mean, there is, there is a value to, uh to the trash talk. Definitely. Right. Keeping things fun, keeping things light. Hmm. looks like you and Micah Hyde are still going at it. He was yeah. uh, sniping again at this press conference last week. <laughs> but I mean, there is a, I, I would think like it's, it's important for a team. It's a long season when you really think about it. I mean, you guys report, and i mean aside from otas and mini camp you, you take the month off then late july from late july through february you hope i mean day in and day out you're going to one bills drive you're punching in you're punching it can it can be a slog right yeah. so i mean maybe being that that voice behind the scenes that just injects people with life injects people with energy at least from the outside looking in it seems like maybe that's your leadership role with this with this team i mean is that a yeah. correct Assessment. I mean, because it, it'd yeah, be yeah. easy to check out through a season I and
2: mean, it's long. Correct. Yeah. I mean, just being a locker room guy, you know what I'm saying? Just lightening moods, you know, given, I just feel like, like you said, it's a long season. You know what I'm saying things can get, you know, rough at times, obviously. For us, it was, we had a little rough patch with the Jaguars. You know what I'm saying, and then, you know what I'm saying? Even the week before when we played the Dolphins, when we won, it was just like, I, Micah said that we were in the shower, and Micah High was like, hey, "It don't even feel like we won. We're, everybody's quiet and all that, but it did feel that way." And then we came against the Jags, and you know we lost, and it, it felt like it felt worse. We get it felt like we were getting worse. Like I said, we it felt like we were hitting a wall. And the thing is, I, I would say I didn't have to say too much because I felt like guys knew, like they need to, you know, get the, you know, get their stuff together, and. You know, me, myself, I just wanted to come in every day like, hey, I'm I want to in my mind, I want to keep working. I want to keep doing that. I want to keep, you know, giving good field position, you know, you know, keep the receivers up. And I feel like that was that's that was my job. You know what I'm saying keep everybody up. Yeah. But I also take care of my, you know, take care of my, you know, my job as well. So, but yeah, because it's, a it's, a it's, yeah. it's a game played by humans.
1: Yeah, it's a game played by human beings. It's not. It's not played on a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet, <laughs> yeah. you know, punching yeah. numbers in. It's That stuff matters. Like, just just being excited, just get, getting that energy up because, I mean, you could see it in that Jacksonville game. It wasn't there, and it was there against the Jets. And by God, you're going to need it, you know, against Indy, against the Patriots. The schedule's going to get a lot tougher here now.
2: Yes, we're, we're getting real tough, real
1: tough. And then, Sean, also, I mean, we've and we've touched on this a little bit, you know, here and there, but, like, your your roots, your upbringing, and he, I think he even said, like, you guys should look into it. The, the stuff you've been through, you know, whether it's seeing the the dead body at your doorstep, all of that in Miami Gardens, and we touched on it a little bit there at Misters, but I think there were a lot of kids around, so we didn't go too far down that road. <laughs> Is that what he's getting at? You know, that perspective that you're not necessarily – you know, going to see in Orchard Park, New York, that, and ha- having that on a roster.
2: Well, in the beginning of the season, it was. I don't even know what what week it is. It was one, one. I might even before the Steelers game, we were doing like a walkthrough, and I, I was standing by. I was standing by Coach McDermott, and we were just having a conversation. And he started asking me about you know what I'm saying my you know my upbringing and all that stuff, and he kind of had a he kind of. I guess he did some research, or he did. A, he was, he was, you know, learning about me, and whatnot. And he started asking me questions about, you know, my upbringing. And I started, and I was like, yeah, you know, what I'm saying. And I started like, you know that? And I started saying. He started asking me like, you know, you know, what about this? What about that in your life? And I started telling them. And he kind of already had an idea. He was just trying to get it from me, but um. Yeah, I mean he said, he said he said, you know, I don't come from much. I didn't come from much, but I bring a lot to the team. And I guess, you know what I'm saying, I I, I put it this way like, you know, no matter where you come from or what you, how small you are or you know what small school you go to, what your upbringing was like, stuff like you always you always can bring something to the table. You know what I'm saying? And I'm happy that I can bring something to this Bills team, you know what I'm saying, whether it's me talking crap, to get the energy up, me being a leader, me giving a good field position on the field or me just you know what I'm saying talking to certain guys you know that need help or that's just you know not feeling happy you know what I'm saying because you know what I'm saying my upbringing doesn't doesn't have to affect how I treat other people or you know how I play the game of football, you know so that's how I look at it. so when I come in the building every day, I just kind of like, hey, this just because I was raised, not raised, but just because I came up you know rough doesn't mean I have to be rough or act tough or, you know what I'm saying, be a hard guy. I mean, I get soft in the mood. So that's what I you know, usually
1: do. What do you think would be most jarring to people, Isaiah? I mean, we, we've talked about that stuff at the doorstep. We've talked about the cockroaches, you know, the fact that you've got <laughs> siblings all jammed into your room, um, you know, the struggles with the grades, maybe getting a whooping or two from your mom after, of course, after that one memorable prank. Oh, yeah. uh, what what else do you think is would be most jarring to people like that that you come from?
2: Uh, uh, it's tough, tough. I've told the story to, to probably about a handful of people. I've never I've never really wanted it doesn't I mean I guess it doesn't matter but I would say I was oof. I was grazed by a bullet once grazed by a bullet yeah on my arm so on my arm I have like a a scar but yeah I had I did something I wasn't supposed to do well I, I mean I didn't, nobody was around when I did it I stole something. It was sitting, it was sitting there. It was sitting on a corner. It was a money, and I was coming from the basketball court, walking across the grass. I was coming from the basketball court and I grabbed I grabbed it, I picked it up and I ran. Nobody was around. And all I can hear was loud noises and stuff flying past me. It was like flies flying past me. And I'm like, and I'm running. I'm crying, and I got grazed. But I didn't realize I got grazed until I fell asleep, and I woke up, <laughs> and I was in so much pain. So I had to go to the hospital that night. I had to go to the hospital that night, and I got. I ended up. I was. I was in a cast. I was like, and I'm a kid, so I'm like, yeah, I want a cast. But I'm like, a cast for grace. <laughs> so I don't know what that what that was about, but. I mean, you growing up when you growing up, where I grew up, it's just like whatever you can get, take. So uh, they probably was giving me a cash, but I probably just needed like, you know what I'm saying, probably because I had like no medical. <laughs> but yeah.
1: Holy hell, man! I mean, I, I getting grazed by a bullet, so it just kind of like, like what, just skidded off your skin, like you, it literally was yeah. that close to puncturing you, it yeah. didn't. Go inside
2: yeah. of your. Yeah, I was running. I was crying. And I didn't realize it until I, I got. I got upstairs. I went in the room. I laid down. I went to sleep. Like I was, I knocked out, and I woke up, and my arm was hurting. And my grandma was standing over me, and it was like she had just got back from the laundry mat, and everybody. Like, I didn't I, I didn't know what was really going on. And everybody was like, oh, you heard, you know, shots earlier. You heard the loud noise. Where were you? And I look at my arm, whatever, and I'm like, what happened to my arm? <laughs> like, nobody was like, what happened to my arm? I'm sitting there like, because my adrenaline was going. So I kind of like, what happened to my arm? And, yeah, and then my, my grandma was like, she kind of put two and two together, like, you were in that so yeah. yeah
1: was it like bloody and stuff
2: yeah it was bloody it was, it was bloody but you got and like like it kind of hurt like i couldn't move my arm like i was like yeah like but at the same time I man it really is what it is i don't jeez I, I don't think i ever told that story before this my first time how there. old were I, you i was i was 12 13 no, I was yeah, I was like eleven to twelve, eleven to twelve. I've only told that story for like a handful of people.
1: Oh man, we appreciate it. I mean, that's a perspective that would matter, you know, in any walk of life. Like, do do you, I would think you'd want to find out who the hell shot you, right? Like, do you ever find out? Care to find out? No, no, no. 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 You just
2: just happy to escape, live. Yep. Yep. You gotta. You gotta hey when you, can, when you can leave it alone leave it alone that's if i am i'm have to, I'm fine with not figuring out who did what the name the person hey
1: man did you do almost like see like life flash across your eyes like and I'm, i know you're young but you know i know some people had that experience where you know a near death experience where they that adrenaline's pumping like you said and boom Cross your eyes, like, you can just see your life flash across your eyes and, and and it can just happen like that. And in that moment, give you a perspective. I know you're young, but was it something like that?
2: Um, I don't know. I, when, when I was running, there was like, nothing was going through my mind. I was woo crying, I was running, ran as fast as I could. Got upstairs, went in the house. Obviously, I dropped the money. The money was dropped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was dropped. <laughs> but like, yeah, like that was that was kind of tough. But like, I didn't look. I looked at it as like, I don't know. I could have died. Once I woke up, I looked at it. Oh, damn, I could have died. Yeah, but-, but being but where I grew up, nah, Everybody takes it different. Like I after that I went outside. I went outside and like played. You know I'm mean? saying? Played around, did it like lived my longer life. Like I I didn't look at it, it like anything else.
1: You're right though. Like here in western New York, it's you know, people are gonna hear that and their jaws are gonna drop. But growing up in South Florida, depending on the neighborhood you're in, it it might be pretty common. Like like you, you know, you probably like you said you have you have friends that weren't so lucky that bullets, you know, a uh, a millimeter the wrong direction and their life changes. Mm-hmm. It's it's just different down there, right? It just <laughs> you, you kind of get used to it. I mean, I imagine you get numb to it almost.
2: Yeah, at that point, I mean, well, when I got older, yeah, I kind of got numb. When people were like. They would say, "Hey, such such passed away, or such such got shot." Uh, it's just like, "Yep, that's kind of how it goes. It is fine."
1: And it really is. I mean, you really are numb to it because I know you lost somebody really close to you, like later in life. I mean, I imagine it's it it still hurts. You know, these are your best friends that you're growing up with. It's mm-hmm. it can't be it can't be easy to lose them one by one.
2: Yeah, it is. It is. It's. I don't know this
1: is yes on a brighter note man um it's still it had it had to be good you know to hear your coach your boss kind of you know appreciate you in that in that way like you're not able to you know get the ball and score touchdowns every week and you know be maybe be that that number two, number three receiver, you could be elsewhere. But all that stuff that we've talked about every episode, it is really appreciated behind the scenes. Like the way you practice,
2: mm.
1: the the leadership, the things you're saying to teammates, your perspective, um, all that matters. I mean, all that is a, a huge reason that the Buffalo Bills may be the best team in the NFL right now.
2: It's a possibility. Okay? Like I said, I just go there, do my job, do my job, talk my crap. Give out good field position. Hopefully score a couple touchdowns here and there. Oh, and another thing, the Pro Bowl ballot did come out today. So, for anybody, for everybody that's watching, well, that will we'll be watching, yeah, go ahead and take a vote. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably in a, a lot of categories, probably receiver, quarterback, <laughs> running back, return specialist. But I really want to be a Pro Bowl returner. So, that was my goal for the season. And so far, we're off to a decent start but I want to keep it going. The fans do have a say,
1: right? So yeah, uh, even though that, that flag might have been thrown in Nashville, that, that should count Yeah, right yeah, in people's yeah, minds yeah. when, they, when <laughs> they cast their ballot. We should count that <laughs> yeah.
2: one-on-one yes, yard exactly. return. Yes, yes.
1: It, so people probably see here on the screen, too. I wanted to ask you about this receiver room. Um, you know, it's an interesting group, and you've got a lot of characters, a lot of personalities what's it really like inside that room with with Diggs, with sanders with beasley with davis kumaro you know everybody um i imagine it could probably almost feel like a uh maybe like a like a sitcom sometimes
2: it's got... definitely a, it's definitely a sitcom definitely um way we're way different than the dbs like the dbs are like they're like not as fun as us put it that way like we got we got different personalities uh we got digs you know what I'm saying he's a he's a queen he's the queen of you know the madonna <laughs> you know what I'm saying? he's a you know he, he's in the fashion hygiene all the stuff like it's like we kind of like go to him when we like hey like yeah you're looking good today you know what i'm saying you like this stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? But he's a he's a typical more receiver. You gotta give it to him some, you know. Then you got E, you know, the old guy, you know what I'm saying? He's I, I just found out last week he's the oldest wide receiver in the league. So this in the league. Is that true? Yeah. He's thirty four. Wow, I wouldn't so, have guessed that. So he like has all the wisdom Tell us he does. You know what I'm saying? When he comes to us, we like, oh man, uh, who's the old guy that's has a lot of wisdom,
1: uh, Dumbledore maybe.
2: Dumbledore is talking. Yeah, you know what I'm mean? saying. Like we <laughs> say, oh, say, uh, uh, the dude off the of Ninja, Ninja Turtles is it? Uh, the the so now the you're throwing off.
1: references at me. I don't know the Ninja Turtles. <laughs>
2: Sorry, the, the rat off the Ninja Turtles. The rat. <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot. All right, but yeah, like we look at him as like you know, like this old guy that has a lot of wisdom and stuff like that. So, that's that's kind of who he is. Um, he Splinter, tries to- Splinter, we've hip. been told. Master Splinter, yes. Master Splinter. Okay. And he he tries to stay hip, you know what I'm saying? Stay on the, the fashion side of things and things like that. So, and then you have Gabe. Gabe, he's kind of like the chameleon. He adapts, I'm saying he has his own personality, but he also adapts to everybody and stuff like that. But uh, Then you got like, you got Um Kumro. Kumro's quiet. Um, one thing he does, one thing he does um, that I notice, like every every like everything, like every meeting, like if you just sitting there, he's like he has ADD. His his leg just twitches, like twitches the whole meeting. Like, Damn, Kumro, you okay? Like, but he's quiet. You know what I'm saying he does his job to the T. He's always focused. Every time I'm messing around, he's like, "Come on, man." And I'm like, Kumro, Relax. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Isaiah Hodgins. Uh Isaiah Hodgins. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying. Um yeah. I'm probably I'm his babysitter, number one. Um, family man, you know what I'm saying? He's always trying to get us to come to um Bible study, you know what I'm saying, chapel. I'm saying he's our he's our um what do you call it? Um Jehovah Witness. I call him Jehovah Witness. He is <laughs> <Yes>, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, we, we we love him. You know, we love him like you know, what I'm like he, like we come, like we'll go to, you know, Bible study or a chapel with him and stuff like that. You know? So, no, oh, do you, know, you really? Like, yeah, you know, we go we go there with him and stuff. And we we love the Lord. You know i we love, you know i our Lord and Savior. So, but like he pushes it. Like he he's like, yo, we got to get in there. We got to get in there. And we're like, all right, I went. Yesterday, bro. Like, let me chill. <laughs> but um, yeah. But we love them though. Um, but I'm I'm not forgetting anyone, am I? <sighs> I said, Dave, Gabe, K- E. I Easily. Oh shoot! <laughs> Vaccine boy. <laughs> <laughs> bees, bees, bees. How do I forget bees? Bees. Slim Shady. Um, <laughs> hey, is this music good? Do you think it's good? No, B's music. It's good. It's very good. You know what I'm saying. Okay, I I've thought heard, so too, but I'm not a connoisseur. It, it is good. Like he's he he's in love with it. Like that's that's his that's his go to. He's that guy. But um, B's he's smooth criminal. You know I'm saying like he may be like a little not on uh, reverse Oreo. Like he's he white, but he has some he has some black in him. He. He does. Um, yeah, but B's, like, you know what I'm saying? There's like a hockey player
1: out there, too, without the tooth.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to get that fix at the end of the season. But B's, I love B's. He's, he's my favorite player. You know what I'm saying? He's my favorite yeah. player. Him and Matt Milano. But, like, B's is the guy. You know what I'm saying? On, he has the swag on the field. He has the swag off the field. Like, he's smooth as shit. You know what I'm saying so, yeah. Bees is, the, Bees is like the smooth guy in there. You know, what I'm saying it, it'll be like if we're talking smooth, I'm going with Bees out of all of us. He's very smooth. He's smooth.
1: I like it. What, well, yeah. Why do you love uh Beasley so much? What about you know him as a person? I just like feel like just he's cool, gratitude.
2: like he's he's cool, he's a cool guy. You know, what I'm saying like we obviously we the same height, he's way older than I am, but it's just like. He's cool. Like, on the field, like, he has the moves, you know what I'm saying? He you know, he, t- he taught me a lot on the field. And then off the field, he's a family guy. You know what I'm saying? He has his kids. He has his wife. He comes in the building. He tells us his stories about his family and all that. He's a family man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying everybody's, every, often like, all the receivers are, you know, family-oriented dudes. But, like, just him in particular, like, you know what I'm saying? He has all his family stories. He loves his kids. You know what I'm saying? He goes for, a, like, he's just always happy a happy family guy. You know what I'm saying? I just, I like
1: that about him. They're on the field. He brings the swag, you know? So. Yeah. 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 He, uh, he's an interesting guy. I mean, it seems like since we last did the show too, he's been turning it on. So looks like himself again, you know, with with digs, you call him the queen. Uh, queen. (laughs) He's he's good. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about the wide receiver position though. Like you're going to get, you're going to get that. Right, you're gonna get T.O. doing the push ups in the driveway, Odell proposing to the kicker net. I mean, because he can only control, what you can control it's such a weird profession. I've always thought, like, you you can only take over a game if the ball's thrown to you. So, if you're like really, really talented like that, and you know, he's in Minnesota and they're becoming this run first team, I mean, I could see where he'd clash with Mike Zimmer, knowing Zimmer. <laughs> it's a little, they got pretty old school. And he felt he was wasting away. And he gets to Buffalo. He becomes such a leader. But uh, are you somebody that maybe keep, keeps the the queen tendencies or whatever you want to call it? Pre Madonna might yeah. be a little strong. But you're somebody that probably keeps him humble. I would think.
2: Yes, yes, that's my job. That's one of my jobs. It's kind of like in my contract, but not in my contract. Like <laughs> keep <laughs> keep digs calm. It's like keep him level headed. Because at the end of the day, we're gonna need him. <laughs> So, I like, guess my job, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? When things are getting rough with him, you know what I'm saying? And things, you know, it's not, not going his way. Like, I'm like, hey, listen, this is what's going on. And uh, obviously, he curses me out. We yell at each other. And at the end of the day, we kind of like hash it out. Like, okay, you got what you wanted. I did my job. My key, you level headed. Now you go do whatever you want. You know? So, like, that's how we use it. <laughs> when did that happen then? I
1: mean, we can, we see the TV copy, so we can see, you know, there might be some frustration out there at times, but when was the time when you did kind of reel him in, help him out when he needed that?
2: Um, I would have to say the Jaguars game. Jaguars game, he was kind of getting a little frustrated. You know what I'm saying? It was like things weren't going our way. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, things weren't going his way you know, for individuals that you know what I'm saying in general. Like, things weren't going anyone's way. And I was trying to tell him that, like, listen, like, things are not going our way in general. So, like, in order to get this thing kicking off, we need you to just chill. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't getting the ball, and we were, we were things were getting rough on offense. So, we was just like, we was trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, in the more receiver, you say, like, yeah, we we're trying to figure it out, but the the solution is him. If you let him tell it, <laughs> is saying? like any of the more received like I'm the solution, goddamn, I'm the solution. <laughs> so is so it like we we're trying to give him the balls? Like niggas, we can't get you the ball that blitzing us, like Josh and like sack. Like <laughs> we trying to we trying to work with you here, but we, you know what I'm saying we can't right now. So just wait. And then he's like, yeah, I get, yeah, you know what, you're right, man. I understand everything. You know I'm At the end of the day, he's like, he's mad, but he's not going to turn into a cancer where he's like cursing Josh out or Coach out or, you know what I'm saying? He's going to, of course, he's going to be upset. Anybody, you know what I'm saying? Somebody, you know am saying? Somebody has to be upset. Like, nobody can just be nice.
1: You're absolutely right. I mean, I, I wouldn't want a team full of wide receivers that are all choir boys, right, That aren't that aren't yeah. saying boo. You know, I want a gnarly, pissed off dude who's ultra talented you know that's gonna like push and that's kind of like the fine line there at that position I mean Odell Beckham isn't a Cleveland Brown anymore there's probably a lot of factors that go into that but we've seen guys maybe cross that line and it doesn't fit and they do become a cancer Mm -hmm. Um, they tried to make him that in Minnesota the the team at least it seemed uh, but he's in a good situation now and you maybe you like you you it's not in your contract like you said but you can kind of help manage that to get get him on the right side of that line as as much as possible cuz so far so good it seems
2: yeah yeah it's going it's going well and he's not the he's not the type of guy like i said he's not a he's not a cancer or anything i mean obviously yeah. he just he just feels a certain way and we understand that we all understand that it's just like sometimes you just got to like hey i know you feel a certain way but we're all trying to figure it out and once we figure it out we're going to get you the ball all right just hang out.
1: <laughs> I, you know i talked to chad hall your position coach last year or, or around this time and he he said that like you know he he challenged Diggs to be the leader of the room to be the leader of the team vocally he accepted it embraced it all yeah. that stuff but i mean Chad chad's a big part of that room too it seems like you oh, guys yeah. just love him i mean you bought him a truck
2: yeah chad's awesome I mean, so i've been here since chad was an assistant and then he became the receivers coach but Chad's awesome. Chad understand he understands us. He's he's young. Well, old but young, like 30, 33. So it's just like Chad understands us. He played in NFL. saying he he was awesome in college. And so like he understands, you know, what we go through on a day to day basis. So when we get out there and he's like on our side most of the time. He's a player's coach. But we love
1: him. Yeah, Air Force, right? The foundation there. It's he played the mm-hmm. game it's just different. You know, you know, his, his, uh, resume, you don't really see that, that often. All right. Well, we got a little time left. So why don't we uh, get to some questions here, Isaiah? What do you say?
2: Let's do
1: it. Let's do it. All right. I threw it out there. Let's, uh, one second. So Joe loyal, go long, subscriber from day one at Buffalo wins it's an interesting question here Isaiah he asked that uh, some people have, have accused Michael Jordan of befriending great players like Charles Barkley in the NBA because he wanted them to like him because he viewed it as if I'm trying to figure this out I think his point here is like he viewed it viewed the end game if, if other star players liked him that he might it might help him out in the long run like it might he might get an advantage over that player if it's like a phony type of relationship, I think his question is like, do you see those kind of phony relationships in the NFL that people create star players create because they think it might give them an advantage on the field somehow?
2: Um, I don't know. I, I, well, no, I, I, I don't see that I, Well, I haven't seen it. Like I, I'm no, not knowing sure. no, anybody's
1: exchanging jerseys and all that.
2: Uh, no, I don't think I have. I, I mean, I mean, everybody talks, everybody talks, but it's just like I, I don't see that. I mean, maybe um, like I don't see it because I'm not looking for it, or like I, I'm not sure. Like I, I don't know how to answer that question. To be honest, all right,
1: <laughs> I'm not sure either. I'll make sure I give Joe some hell here. All right, Breon, he asks, at any point did a small part of you say to yourself, Dawson Knox is going to have to score up for throwing me up in the air like a like a child?
2: <laughs> well, I wasn't even expect- expecting that. So, like, when he grabbed me and, and, and went up, I'm like, oh, like, like I, I didn't know what to do. Like, I'm like, oh, shoot. I, I mean, Josh has done it. He did it last year when we played the Seahawks. He did it, and then Knox did it. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. But I, like, I don't, I don't look at, it, I don't look at it as anything, you know. Like, just, just, help. Like, I get back to the ground safely. Like, I don't care.
1: <laughs> you're very throwable, I guess. Right? It's uh, like you said, you're an yeah, easy target. You're light. Yeah. Toss you up. Yeah. And he probably was, right.
2: he probably was waiting to do that anyway. Something. <laughs>
1: Scott asks uh, who, who the best basketball player on the team is.
2: Ooh. Ooh. The best basketball player on the team. Oh man. It's going to be, ha- it's going to have to be between Cole Beasley and Dane Jackson.
1: Smaller guys. I thought you might go with like a power forward type, but that's interesting. What What kind of games do they have?
2: They they know how to play basketball. Like they're they're good at basketball. Uh Dane Dane's he's good at basketball. Dane and then B's, like yeah, they're both good at basketball.
1: They're you guys a lot to play during the season? Like can you just play a pickup game if you want?
2: No, I mean, not really. No, I don't yeah. think we should be, but like I mean it's not in our conscience, like you can't play basketball, but we just never thought about it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, more of an off-season thing then, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brother Bill 716, he just says that he doesn't have a question. He just wants you to know he loves you.
2: Appreciate it. I I, I actually see a lot of his tweets. A lot of people send it to me, <laughs> or I'm just like, no one. But I, I appreciate him a lot. He's a big, 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 big supporter.
1: Man, he's hilarious. He's got some funny videos. <laughs> uh, and here's, here's another one here. Uh, Mark Mark David, uh, another great uh, go-long subscriber. Appreciate you, Mark. This is, this is interesting. He goes, I was wondering if you could share how you personally react to the negativity and criticism that professional athletes like yourself sometimes encounter on social media. How do you handle the trolling and keep positive and upbeat when it's so toxic on social media?
2: Um... <sighs> You can't. I mean, I mean. I guess you just take it with a grain of salt, you know what I'm saying because you know the people that are tweeting or putting it out on Instagram, people that are on social media, like most of the time probably don't know what they're talking about. You know what I'm saying, or they don't like. So you just kind of like, well, these people don't know what they're talking about, whatever. And then some of them probably know what they're talking about, but they, you know what I'm saying they, they'll never get a reaction. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. It, it goes both ways. You just kind of like, kind of like just forget about it. You probably read it or see it somewhere. Somebody sent it to you. It's like, Oh, whatever it is. what yeah. it is.
1: I imagine you have to have a filter. I mean, if you, if you took every single thing to heart, you drive yourself insane. I mean, you, you really, you just can't, it's just constant. Yeah. I would think.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a part of, I mean, it's, I guess it's a part of the sports world. You know I'm saying, I mean, I'm not, I'm, if somebody was talking trash about me, I'm pretty sure somebody's talking trash about a soccer player in Spain. You know, like it's, it's, it just happens. It's just how it's supposed to be.
1: Well said, just, just a couple more here. Uh, the bills guys, and we've, we've touched on this um, through a few episodes, but d- definitely worth digging into a little bit. They ask, do you feel like your role as the sole viable return man on the roster, something I remember back in March when we talked and then zoom happened, I mean, you wanted to be that returner. Like that was a goal, but do you think that that has is a reason uh, that your role as a receiver has been redu- reduced this season?
2: Um, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think so. It's just how, you know, things are going you know and saying we, uh, we're trying to get the run game going, you know, uh, we, we do less, you know, spread stuff now. We try to, like, you know, I don't know, get everybody the ball. And I know I'm not the first person they think of when it comes to getting the ball. So it's just, like, I take what I can. So, I like, just like last year, you know, I wasn't the returner last year, but I took what I could when I could. It just – it looks different now because I'm the returner. You know what I'm saying? But I'm getting the same amount of snaps I did last year. Probably not getting the same amount of balls I did last year. But – it just it's just like now I'm making plays as a returner, you know a lot of people feel like okay, if he's make making plays on the ball as a return, then he should get the ball in his hands of off, which, which saying, which is it's a value that's that's valid, but I'm not gonna you know sit here and scream and cry for the ball because I know I can get it as a returner now, so has it hasn't been reduced, I have no idea, but i'm I like'm getting the same snaps the ball sometimes, but it is what it is, you know, I don't really care. That
1: ball's coming out of the end zone on those kicks, too. <laughs> right, no questions asked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right, just just a couple quick ones here, Isaiah, and thanks so much for, for doing this, as always. Uh, Zach Presswood. Yes, he's curious to know if there are any teams that the Bills truly dislike or want to beat more than others, and why. Like if <clears throat> somebody you see on the schedule and you, you really want to kick their ass more than anybody else. Yeah,
2: uh, No. No, every game, every game is the same.
1: <laughs> really? That's not just every McDermott game, speak?
2: Every game is the same. we going to treat every <laughs> game the same.
1: I don't know. I see two New England games around the corner. They're looking pretty good right now. They're peaking. But
2: they are looking pretty good. You know, Bill Belichick has this thing where football doesn't start in, until November, I think. Somebody said that, and I'm like, "Yeah, they so turned it on in November. He so turned it on. So yeah, but another like, reason, but you know, that the also, urgency
1: kicks in? I'm sorry.
2: They're also a division game. So you mean obviously all the division games are important. You'm saying you, say you want to you know stay at the top and you know stay in that race for the playoffs. But you know, what I'm saying every game's the same.
1: So you don't like look in that rearview mirror at all and see. Oh, Mac Jones is starting to look a little better. That defense is getting some pick sixes. Belichick's up to his old tricks again. It'd be it'd be easy to do that. And I know Bills fans are probably doing it after two decades of facing the Patriots.
2: Well, of course. I mean we I mean everybody sees it. Everybody's they're playing well. You know what I'm saying? They're you know what I'm saying? They started rough in the beginning and now they're you know, they're hitting shots. But I'm not saying at the same time, I mean, I wouldn't say we're playing our best ball either. So Eventually, we're going to turn this thing up as well. and It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good fight.
1: Well said. All right, let's end it with this. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food?
2: Always (laughs) controversial. Um, Always controversial. Uh, Yeah, I don't have a favorite Thanksgiving food.
1: Nothing. Turkey, mashed potatoes.
2: It's... it's, uh, Nah, I feel like I eat it all, but I would say, like, if we're talking just foods and desserts, that all goes in one category. I'm going to say super potato pie is my favorite on Thanksgiving.
1: Okay. Would grandma, would she uh, fix something up for the, the whole fam back in the day? Did you have any traditions? Yep.
2: No, we didn't have any traditions. We, yeah, we just made food and people came over. The neighbors came over or whoever came over and ate. Saying, cause, you know, she makes good food. So that's kind of how it went. The neighbors were like family so they come over and it was an apartment so it was just like a door door down you know you come over eat. <laughs> so that's how it was
1: I like it Hey any thoughts on the Colts before we sign off I mean they they're, they're probably better than their 5 and 5 record would suggest he, they, they've had some close uh, losses
2: Very very good team very good team very good team
1: They're going to they're going to want a little revenge I would think you know back at uh, uh, a yeah. high mark
2: they had a good. They had a. They had a good. They got a good run game. Defense is playing well. Taking up getting takeaways. They got a returner, Naeem Hines. Good special teams, Isaiah Rogers. They, they're a solid team. A very good team. Uh, like you said, the record doesn't show, but like they got back to five hundred. It's kind of tough when you go what they were, were they one and four? I, think, I yeah. think they started off one and four, and they get back 0. to five hundred. So hey pretty
1: good team all right i think that's going to do it for this episode of the isaiah mckenzie show um go long go long all the episodes right there we're doing the zooms here with the help of brinks.tv i uh, cannot thank everybody enough for listening watching we're uh we're, we're at the about about the halfway point i think so we, we've got two more live shows a few more zooms uh isaiah thanks for being phenomenal man that was that was that, that. might have been about our best one yet. I think, man. That story. Holy cow! Thank, thanks for sharing that with everybody here.
2: <laughs> hey, no, appreciate it, brother. And remember, and I gotta also say, remember, Pro Bowl ballot is out. Make sure you guys go. That's forward. right.
1: <laughs> you heard it. You heard it from the man himself. You can vote Isaiah McKenzie into the Pro Bowl. However, wherever is, it, I don't even know. Is it in? It's in Hawaii again, right? Or is it down in Orlando?
2: No, I don't even. Oof. To be honest, I have no idea. Hopefully, yeah. I get to go and see where it is. I don't even want to know where it's at now. now I want to keep it interesting. <laughs> so if I go, I'll be like, "Oh, okay, where am I going?" You know, probably <laughs> there might, you probably go. I'm gonna figure it out. Somebody might see it, but I, I, I prefer not for now.
1: Well, hey, thank, thanks so much, everybody. We'll uh, we'll catch you next time.